What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Oblivious Podcast. We're on episode 81. I was waiting for the recording to start, but here we are. And we're just going to delve straight into shit like we do every week. If you're new, welcome. We hope you enjoy this. We do not. Kidding. Um, so, how are we doing? Starting from the top of the well, list. Well, you still can. Yeah. Josh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Uh, I just got my COVID shot. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. Two days about two days ago and everything hit me today so i wasn't really able to go to work happened to me too mm. so awesome. hey, that was fun. yeah i'm hey, glad you got it though man hell yeah that's awesome well cool yeah, i've been reading the abundance of manga like all the way around okay just chomping down that stuff mm. Uh, Angel. Well, awesome. Angel's cat's going ape shit in the background. I can see. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, epic, epic. Uh, Victoria, how are you? As you hold the dog. There he is. I'm doing good. I had my first. Um, I had my first um, day of orientation today at my new job, and I start on Tuesday. What else would you do? How many podcasts do you think we have done where you've ha- where you've been playing Fallout 4? Because I know we've done a few. Um, probably a good majority of them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cool, cool. Glad you're doing good. Who do we got next? Uh, Angel, how are you? Shit, ton of shit, man. All right. Uh, uh, Julio, how are you, I guess? I'm doing fine. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't know. All right. Um, this week, personally, I've been doing good. We uh, just, we're meeting a few more deadlines because we're just about done with the um, project that I had to bleep yet last episode. But uh, we're, we're nearing the end, and I'm pretty excited about it. It's going well. Um, uh, yeah, the Jack Black anime. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, the the, the Jack what Black. That <laughs> That's what it is. That's literally what it is. The 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 Jack Black Netflix Silent Hill adaptation anime. What's that to do with Silent Hill? This is irrelevant. Come on, well, you just okay. You know my fucking Silent Hill lizard brain. I immediately thought. Of like Jack Black and Silent Hill in an anime. <laughs> Every time I think of Jack Black in games, I just want Dead Rising 2. Okay. Um because he like voiced a character in that trailer and then Dead Rising 2 never happened. His best work to this day is uh that stupid girl from Jumanji. Uh the oh, shit. Yeah. The shit was <laughs> funny. I love Jack Black in touch with his feminine side. Um, <laughs> it's just funny as hell. But, uh, yeah. Being weird. What? It's funny. Damn. It's like, yeah, it's like, any, any interaction when you have a penis for the first time, like, yo, look at this. What? Can y'all help me understand what the fuck Julio's getting at? Are you. You good? You kind of dumb today, bro. <laughs> I mean, don't know. I mean, Josh is right. You kind of dumb today. We'd be saying that every week to him, though. Um, yeah, you right. say this every week as if it's like an insult. Well, if we had daily podcasts, um, if it makes you feel better, if we had daily podcasts, we'd be saying it every day. So, uh, but <laughs> all right, yeah, pretty much. Not on on screen. Oh my god. Okay, okay, we're gonna get into our first bit of news for the evening. We got quite a bit of news to go through. Some of them will go by faster than others. Um, I front-loaded the podcast with something everybody I know can talk about at least a little, and that is that the Minecraft Caves and uh, Caves and Update, the Minecraft Caves and Cliffs update has been split into two parts. Um, Thanks for interrupting me. 
but the <laughs> caves and cliffs update has been split into two parts uh the first half coming out in the summer it just having to do with um like mobs and ores and stuff the second half being the more substantial like complete overhaul of the game and the underground systems in it coming out in the winter apparently there have even been little aspects of it like archaeology that have been pushed out of this year entirely um so i know there are some here who are a little more distraught about it than others uh they are welcome to start us on their thoughts <laughs> that's it just sad <laughs> Um, That's for the best. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I understand why they did it. I prefer them to push it back and have it rushed and be buggy and ungood yeah. and ruin the experience of first game the update. But part of me wishes they would have just pushed everything back instead of splitting it because now it's gonna be like. Yes, we have the update. But the excitement's not till later, so it's gonna be like a, like it's not even it's gonna be like axolotls and ores and then caves and cliffs. Right. I understand why they did it though, because everyone's excited for the summer. Yeah, I gotcha. But I don't know. Obligatory um uh, the the cave update versus cliffs update. What? just okay in regards to this literally i don't have a lot to say about it but just kind of cue the obligatory you know um <laughs> like the the obligatory miyamoto quote uh a delayed a delayed game is eventually good but a rushed game is never bad or something um so yeah uh I'm, I'm, I kind of agree with Angel. It would have been... I'm not sure... I, it makes sense because they... I'm sure they want to have something out in the summer for people. Um, and that's... You know, that's fair. I get that. Because also, that's probably stuff that... And they did get into the technical aspects of it. That is stuff, they said, that is a lot easier for them to turn out and debug and QA and have ready to go by the summer. As opposed to something as substantial as overhauling cave generation um entirely so that does make sense to me um as much as it does suck of course i a little uh it is relieving because the biggest reason they cited for it was just because they didn't want to overwork anybody at moyang which is a damn good thing um it's kind of part of the reason that we're even talking about this in the first place because other than that it's not horribly substantial news right um but, yeah, it's a good thing because that is still a huge problem in the industry is people being abused um, and, you know, forced to crunch and just the whole crunch culture problem as a, as a whole. Uh, it just continues to get worse and better. Um, just kind of depends on which studio you're looking at. So I'm glad that they're taking the right steps to be a more uh, healthy development studio development powerhouse because they are pretty big moyang i want to say they're like an industry lead but they definitely can set an example uh which is good because that opposed to things like the last of us part 2's development or um red dead redemption 2's development it just it bugs me these studios that are so hell-bent on meeting deadlines and and shipping these huge blockbusters that they stop giving a fuck about the people who work for them. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that people are going to continue to be able to develop this healthfully. Um, that's kind of all I got. people be healthy than sick with us having a product, I can wait. I have patience. We're, we're all adults here. We can, we're, we have patience. Right. right, I hope we can all I hope we can all handle waiting on our baby game update. Um Julio, you're Oh my god. You're lagging through the roof. Everything you're saying is just like skipping. Julio. Oh my 
Okay. Um, nice. I disconnected him. Um, I'm not 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 trying to be shitty. Just gonna let him rejoin and debug it. Julio, um, keep your camera off. I think that's causing your connection to be rougher. Keep your ass off. What? <sighs> All right, Josh. What do you think, man? Uh, it, I I can honestly agree with there. Yeah, it's better to be pushed back and uh, finished up than to go and be buggy as usual. Right. So I really don't have any disagreement about it. Less, uh, pretty much what Angel said. Why? Why did that be split up into two? Yeah, like. I get why they wanted to split it up into two. If you watch the video, the lady who was talking about it, um, she looks extremely distraught. Um, she looks like she's about to break down crying. Yeah. She's been, um, I don't remember her name, but she's been a pretty primary figure at Mojang for a while. I've seen her at several conventions and shit. Um, she seems like a sweetheart, so... I hope this isn't hitting the team too hard. I know it's probably sad because it's an update that they've all been super geeked up about. And they keep saying they kept saying in the video that this is by far the biggest overhaul for Minecraft they have ever made. Um, bigger than, you know, things like, I don't know. I, when you say big Minecraft update, I think of like when they added the nether or the end, stuff like that. That's every update, Julio. The fuck? Um except the last one because Harold Bryan uh, is here to stay I guess I don't know uh, but yeah that's besides the point um, they uh, I was, where was I going to go with this oh I just again when when it comes to this having to meet a deadline crap you either you get two you only ever get two results you you get a Fallout 76 or a No Man's Sky and it's no, those were horrible when they came out. They're both fine now. Um, but you get that situation. It runs like crap. It hasn't been QA'd near enough. It is just rough. It is rough all around. You either get that um, in these situations where you're hellbent on meeting a deadline, or you get a Red Dead Redemption 2 or The Last of Us Part 2. It's super polished, but like at the cost of maybe human mental health. Um, so... And possibly physical health, too, because working long hours like that is not good for your body. Yeah. There's, um, I, I, I don't remember specifics, and I, I don't want to, like, claim to know specifics, because God forbid I have, like, a detail wrong, so I'm going to be general about it, but, um, a lot of the, uh, there was a, I remember a horror story prior to an E3, I believe, with a Last of Us 2 animator having a stroke because of how overworked he was trying to meet certain deadlines, um, so, just crazy. We, I, 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 I shouldn't find it admirable when studios enjoy it. You know, when studios um, avoid crap like that because that should just be standard. That shouldn't be something we praise studios for. That should be something they just fucking do. Um, but I guess here we are, right? So, you know, good job, Mo Yang. I'm glad y'all, glad y'all did what was right in that situation. Um, but that's all I got on that. I, I probably sound like a broken record right now. So, um, if anybody else has any thoughts on that before we continue, speak now or forever hold your peace. It's a very simple topic with a very easy discussion, but it's just good that they're thinking about people's health. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, cool, cool. Um, if nobody has anything else to throw out there regarding it, we're just gonna move forward. So... Our next topic of the evening is a Resident Evil info blowout. Now, um, I know, I think it's really just me and Josh here who know too much about Resident Evil. Um, but, so I'm not going to like delve super far into this. Just a lot of things were given trailers for and confirmed. Um, but what I wanted to talk about specifically is a little diagram that Capcom released detailing how Resident Evil 8 is going to perform on all consoles. Um, I find it pretty interesting. I think y'all will too. But before I get into that, 
I did want to talk about some of the other things that they did. They showed a trailer for a CGI show. Um, they talked about how the movie just wrapped up filming the movie like reboot. Um, and the more interesting one is apparently they are. Oh, that's my dog. Hi, Daisy. Um, they are working with Facebook and Oculus to make a Resident Evil 4 VR port. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, really odd game to make a VR port for. Because it's not like Resident Evil 4 is very atmospheric or anything. Um, right. <laughs> I don't know. Just there better be VR for Resident Evil 8. Like, that's my thing. Um, I never played the VR for 7, but, like, I know that's oh, probably... Yeah. I know that's probably the shit. Oh, God. I always see videos of, like, people getting the living piss scared out of them because of that. Um, so, I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, hopefully there's VR for Resident Evil 8, but what, so the big, the meat and potatoes of this discussion that I was going to get into is, I'm scrolling down to it, is console performance, because console performance has become a bit of a more interesting discussion ever since Cyberpunk, <laughs> um, what to look out for, uh, <laughs> yeah. and transparency from developers is always nice, and Capcom definitely delivered in that department as long as they're telling the truth. Um... So, I'm just going to run through the list, because holy shit, there's a lot of different things. Uh, and it's only... What's funny is it is only two different brands that I'm going over, but there's so many different variables. Okay. So, uh, what do y'all want me to start? PlayStation or Xbox? I'd start PlayStation. PlayStation? Okay. Um, so, on PS5... Without ray tracing, you are going to get a uh, 4K HDR output at a locked 60 FPS. Um, with ray tracing, this has surprised me. With ray tracing, it's not 30 FPS. With ray tracing, 4K and HDR, you're actually getting 45 still. Um, which, for a game as beautiful as uh, as Resident Evil 8, I, that kind of surprised me. I'm not going to lie. But... I digress. Um, so on the PS4 Pro, you are supposed to, in the performance mode, you get an output of 1080p standard HD and 60 frames per second. On the PlayStation 4 Pro, uh, at high resolution, you'll get 4K HDR at 30 FPS. Um, on the base PlayStation 4, this is where this gets weird. On the base PlayStation 4, you get 900p at uh, 45 FPS. Um, that's rough. <laughs> to Why say the least. Um, because I think I can imagine with the style of gameplay that Resident Evil 8 has, like 7, um, 30 FPS probably is kind of tough to play in, so they probably did a little bit under sub HD, uh, so that they could up the FPS just a tiny bit. Um, which, that's fair, that's fair. Um, that's just rough, man. Those consoles are starting to get old. Where, like, games are coming out on them in sub-HD. Um, so, yeah, just bear that in mind. It's not in... The original Xbox One does not fare much better, I should note. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But, um, next we got the Series X. Uh, pretty much the exact same as the PlayStation 5 with ray tracing, you'll get a 4K HDR output with 45 FPS. Without it, you get 4K HDR with 60 FPS. Um, here's where it gets a, a, a bit interesting. You don't see this resolution on anything else. On the Series S, uh, you'll get a 1440p HDR output at 45 FPS. And if you want ray tracing on the Series S, you'll get a 1440p HDR output at 30 FPS. That's surprisingly good for fucking ray tracing on a $300 console. Um, but only uh, only three more things to run through. So next we got the One X. You'll get a 1080p output at 60 FPS in performance mode and a 4K HDR output at 30 in resolution mode. And then the last one being the worst performing, like the so the the worst place to play Resident Evil 8 when it comes out next month will be the base 2013 Xbox One. Um, on the Xbox One, you will get a sub HD 900p at 30 FPS, um, which that's rough. <laughs> oh my god, 
was like, buy a One X. Yeah, get a One X um, if you can do next gen, because they're starting to get some of the kinks worked out of those consoles, um, especially <laughs> especially the PS5, because the PS5 had some weird stuff with like storage uh, being able to be used on it and whatnot. But that's just they, that just got a firmware update recently, so um, the scalpers don't get to it first. Yeah, exactly. Just you know, if you can, I'd do it. But the oh, some random ad just started playing. <laughs> uh, but the last one is the Stadia. Who gives a fuck about that though? You get you just get whatever resolution and frame rate you want. You just have to have good internet. Um, so yeah, which is like doesn't exist for the Stadia. Yeah, you can, if you're playing Resident Evil Eight on a Stadia, I really hope you have good internet because I can imagine that's not ideal otherwise all right anything on a stadium you better have good internet uh okay but so the reason what's up julio i just said i have no opinion (laughs) okay so the reason i went through all of that is because it really it brings up the discussion um sony has made it pretty clear they want to move forward and hop into the next generation and stop shipping stuff on PS4. Even though that was kind of a lie because Horizon Forbidden West and Spider-Man Miles Morales both are coming out on PS4. But they made it pretty clear that they want to continue while Microsoft has kind of talked about how they don't want to split up the player base just yet. Um, And it begs the question in their shoes, what would y'all do? Because looking at these numbers, games are you're really having to stretch it to get games to run on these systems i i don't know a 900p output at 30 30 fps is really ugly that's rough so i don't know man um i think of you know like what's up it wouldn't really be an issue for the consoles is like in all honesty they were able to limit like the purchasing of these next gen consoles to like one per, per person because they, they they don't and because of that um everyone has to like wait because of that well yeah I, the reason being is just because you know if if you're walmart and you're you're selling the consoles that you got um it, you know, you're making your money no matter what you do. Why spend the extra resources doing that? Because that's morally correct. Okay, you're a corporation. Who cares? Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of the shitty spot. But I see what you're saying, Josh. It would be nice if people could just move on to next gen. Uh, but with everything going on and some of the hardware issues uh, with manufacturing some of the parts right now, it's even it's been pushing back cars apparently too. Some of these. Um, problems that a lot of companies have had with getting certain system uh, parts and whatnot. So, this next generation leap has definitely been probably one of the weirdest for a lot of people. Especially for those who have been a part of most of them. Um, really? The older folk. So, yeah, I don't know. But, uh, I don't know. In y'all's shoes, would you, would you be pushing towards next gen a little harder right now, or would you still be trying to bridge the gap? before you moved on. Oh gosh. Did you lag? Yeah. Zane? Oh, I'm here. Oh, okay. Sorry, everybody. I'm lagging like a motherfucker. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that, guys. Um, of course, I started lagging. Uh, it, it's not an oblivious podcast if some stupid technical issue doesn't p- crop up, but what do you do? Um, where did I cut off for y'all? Pushing next-gen consoles or bridging the gap. Yeah, okay. So, basically, I just I, I finished for y'all then. Um, what would y'all do? Would, would y'all rather push uh would y'all rather right now in that in those shoes would you be pushing these next gen consoles or would you be trying to bridge the gap because on one hand um there's the issue with i mean these older systems are really starting to struggle to run shit now because again i can't emphasize enough 900p at 30 fps is rough that's like that's some seventh gen performance um and, and for those who don't know i believe seventh gen is 360 and ps3 um so 
Yeah. Uh, what do y'all think? I would much rather buy a new console than buy an old, like, a last-gen console and waste that money that I won't be able to get back. Instead, I'll just spend the extra money on the new console and wait for firmware updates. Yeah. Um, the, the issue being is just these new consoles are so hard to get your hands on. Um, <clears throat> I... I'd say it's pretty safe right now to buy into an Xbox One. Um, it's very safe too. They've made it pretty clear that like they're not separating that player base for another year or two. Um, <coughs> and so if you want to get on board with that, like do it. It's a hundred dollars. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know about a PlayStation Four. We're gonna get into that later in the podcast. Uh, but that is already iffy. It's mind-boggling. But yeah. So, I don't know. Anybody else have any thoughts on that before we do move on? No. Okay. That is cute. She's just staring at me. Okie doke. So, our next topic for the evening is always the easiest one for everyone. Take your time with this one. We haven't talked to each other in a while. Just tell us what you're up to. I guess, except for, like, me and Victoria. But, um... Okay. Alright, what are we playing, watching, reading, and or listening to? Starting from the top of the list like we do. Josh, what you've been up to this week? I know, I feel so weird going first. <laughs> but, uh, been good. Been leading a window of two is work. Uh, just getting those hours in. And saving up for a new car. Hell yeah. Along with that. Hunting down retro games and playing said retro games. Got Ooh. my hands on Shadow the Hedgehog from my GameCube. <laughs> nice. And been playing Monster Hunter Rise with friends. Ooh. How's that? How's and, that Capcom game? Uh, Rise is fun. It's uh, similar in structure to the old ones, but kind of has the same control scheme as the last one uh, world. So it's not too bad. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Um, isn't Monster Hunter a fairly new IP? No, Monster Hunter's been around for a while. I did not know that. Okay. Been Bullshit. around since like the PS, like the PSP or PS2. Fuck. Okay. I didn't know that at all. So, uh, yeah, it's been there for a while. Shut up, Julio. <laughs> I, I don't know. I felt like I heard him talk, and if he did, shut up. That's fair. Didn't, I'm sorry. That's only fair. That's only fair. Uh, uh but yeah, the no, Monster Hunter's like have been around for a while. I didn't know Monster Hunter existed until uh, World came out. Right, most people, yeah. So I didn't really like it because no one wanted to play. And I only like playing with people, and then I just shut the fuck up and started playing with myself. Hmm. Interesting. But it is a fun game to play with friends because you'll all get to play with each other, kill giant creatures. Because, uh, fuck them and everyone and all the wildlife around them. They don't go live. Right. Hmm. Well, nice, man. That's pretty much it. Okay, well, cool, cool. Uh, Lion King, dude. <laughs> Victoria. <laughs> what you been up to this week, Lion King, dude? Um, I've been fighting. Um. Whoa. Of course. Fallout, and me and Zane played some games today. Um, oh, and we also started playing It Takes Two, which is really, really fun. God, it's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Life or death situations. Huh? What? <sighs> what? I don't know. Making no damn sense. 81 episodes and he's still not even remotely podcast trained. Like, he just be interjecting with just bile. Yo, is there a way we can like reboot Julio? Yeah, I don't like this one. Reset him. I don't I don't like this Julio. I want a new one. Control Z. Um I undoes him. That doesn't reboot him. You've also been uh You've also been playing some Diablo this week, Diablo 3. Yep. Of course. 
and Gears of War 2. Yeah, we played a little bit of that. Yeah, so fucking shit brown. Everything's all shit brown in that game. Everybody's all <laughs> so fucking funny. Like, Julio knows, because I made him play the whole fucking series. Um... Gonna play the next one when it comes out. Fuck yeah, we are, dog. I'm playing it with Victoria first if I can get her to get her through all of them by then. But um, player story mode. No, nah, there won't be. Uh, but Victoria's better at it than you are, so um, play with her. I know. Like many, like many other things. <laughs> no, girl. Um, when when me and Julio played through Gears of War Ultimate Edition, he would just die to the dumbest shit. Um, yeah, I died to the worst things, not like like things that are hard, things that are dumb. <laughs> like if there's a berserker, you know, he'll he'll do what I tell him because I, I treat it the exact same way no matter who I'm playing with. I could be playing with the guy who created Gears of War, and I'm like stand in the fucking corner, like I got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could take down a giant boss monster, no problemo. But when like a <laughs> enemy that has a stupid mechanic, or the up, krill, no. or the krill, Julio could not handle the fucking krill. In the first one, we get to those sequences where you can't like walk around in the dark, and Julio just trot off into the darkness and then get eviscerated. was dark on my screen. Oh my god, it's because of his colorblind ass. But um, like this doesn't affect the fucking shadows. <laughs> okay, so you're just blind. I gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, but shit, dog. But but yeah, like okay. The amount of times Julio died in Gears of War 1 versus the amount of times Victoria did. Like, I think Victoria only died, like, once. Um, now, a game Victoria is a little rough around the edges with is It Takes Two. We've been playing that, and, like, fucking every time there's any platforming, <laughs> it's just trial and error and trial and error. <laughs> huh? Isn't that... Isn't platforming the whole game? Um... It changes perspective. It's like 50% of it, yeah. Uh, it's like a lot of platforming, a lot of puzzles, a lot of exploration, a little bit of combat, but not really combat. It's just like creative ways of defeating things. Um, mm -hmm. But it's just, more than anything, it's just collaboration. There's nothing that she can do without my help, and there's nothing I can do without her help in the game. And it's awesome. That's, yeah, that's the whole point of it, yeah. Right, this brilliant game design. It takes two. Oh, oh, oh. um, and so. Also, apparently, it's like a really, really sad game. It know? is, dog. It's a Pixar movie so far. It's so, it's so pretty too. It's, it's literally just a Pixar movie so far. Between like the voice acting and just the, the, the quality that's gone into it. Like you can tell that this shit was a passion project. Um, oh yeah, voice actors, the line delivery, you know, the way the characters move when they speak, all work. Right. I'm beating up Daisy while you talk. She's biting my hands. Um, look at her. She's going ape shit. Get it, Daisy. Oh, oh. But yeah, um, It Takes Two is an awesome game so far. I really like it. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm really into it so far, uh, and we've barely touched the tip of the iceberg with that game. So, uh, so yeah. <clears throat> okay, okay, calm down. All right, I was waiting for you to start light skinning over that one. Um, but, but yeah. Horny in general? No, dog. We're doing it in the podcast recording. Um, but in, in that channel. But uh. So, whew, train of thought said bye. Okay. Is that it with you this week, Victoria? That's all I was going to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, Lion King sus. Glad that's all that you've been up to. Um, who we got next? Angel, what you been up to this week? Um, be honest, just a lot of school. Since the end of the year is coming up, I'm getting all the projects dropped on me. Right, I had it's the bad word topic. Three projects due and a midpoint of a project due this week. So, you been watching anything? Any of your YouTube stuff? I 
haven't had time. I've watched two YouTube videos in the past week, and they're both podcasts I listened to while I was working on the freaking COVID video earlier. Mm. I gotcha. Okay. Well, cool. I did help my friend w- work on wiring on his car, though. We tried to wire his running lights back together, <coughs> and we failed. He had to go find an actual car person to do it. <laughs> wow, great job, Angel. All right. Um, well, cool. If that's it with you this week, then we're going to move on to Josh. Wait, Josh already went. I meant Julio. Yeah, I already went. <laughs> Are you still racist, saying? No, I just forgot that you exist. <sighs> you forgot. Yeah, pretty much. No, we, yeah, we do forget you here. Honestly, uh, you know what? It's cool. It's cool. Josh, go again uh, for Julio. All right, Matt. So, uh, so what Julio's been doing this uh, week is uh, only been Siege and complaining about Domino's Pizza and everything. Uh, ben uh, has his nasally has his nasal yeah he hasn't fixed and uh, also been touching many things he shouldn't have been touching today. Very very nasty, my dude. Very nasty. <laughs> What the fuck? This... And that, uh, that concludes Julio's week. Uh, uh well, I'm sure there's something to do with Worm in there somewhere, but yeah. Um, well, yeah, if you let me get to it. No, we'd rather you not. That's kind of the whole point of that, what we just did. So the newest thing I've done is play, uh, does it anyways. Dungeon. This is why we harass him. <laughs> we harass him. My god. Oh, god. Alright, enter the gungeon? Okay, okay. How's that, Huli? Pretty fun. I like, I like shooting things with bullets and guns. Oh, okay. That's kind of edgy. Alright, I like shooting cute bullets and guns. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I played it because, you know, to get that gamer score. Because the Game Pass achievements and shit. Uh, what else have I done? I've watched... More and more stuff on the worm, like uh, seeing people review some chapters on uh, YouTube's. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna start watching some anime. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna see what Jobless Reincarnation is about. It's a, it's about this 30-year-old guy who gets hit by a truck and reincarnated into a fantastical world. As a baby, he grows up, but he still has the, the fucking worst personality you can get. Is it yours? Fucking hey, Josh. We brought Josh onto this podcast just to fucking bully Julio. Um, as if like we don't have everyone else doing that, right? As if we don't already have everyone else doing that already. Like shit. Oh, special kind of greed. I do miss Sarah. I do miss Sarah Bully and Julio. She was always the most creative about it. <laughs> Me yeah, and her. Well, literally, she'd be like, "I'm gonna fucking dox you, Julio." Like, you and your Marvel quipping. Like, when you start talking about drone stacks, she's just gonna drone Maybe, man. You never know. That's what happened. Uh, okay, but cool. Glad that your week's been boring, Julio. Um. Alright. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You already got Josh on your ass all the time. I'm gonna lay off a little bit. Uh but But yeah. So glad your week's been good this uh glad your week's been good this week, Julio. That's not redundant. But personally, um obviously a lot of the a lot of the same shit we went through with Victoria, because just a lot of the stuff I've been uh playing this week is I've been playing with her. Um, so other than that, today I started, uh, this is random, but today I started a, a flesh and steel playthrough of Dishonored 2, which for those who don't know, that's when you play, uh, you play through the whole game, um, rejecting any supernatural powers. So you just use like gadgets and shit. Uh, it makes the game exponentially harder. So we're seeing how that's going to go. You just use a gun. And a sword. Um and mines and tripwires and rewiring tools and crossbows and sleep darts uh i was trying to be funny <laughs> well you don't get a gun in the game you only get like a little flint talk um Same thing. so yeah i mean it is a gun but like you know I, when when you say gun i think of like an ak um i think you know like 
you get like a little pistol. Oh, he's thinking about the skull shooter guns. Uh, that's an AR. Um, but <laughs> yeah. So yeah, doing a flesh and steel playthrough of that. We're gonna see how that goes. But other than that, um, I watched the new episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier today. Uh, the last episode's gonna air next Friday. So for anybody who's even remotely interested in that, fucking watch it. It's way better than it has any right to be. Um, so, yeah. It's funny because I, I said that about WandaVision until the last few episodes because WandaVision was awesome. And then like the last three episodes were so fucking <laughs> rough. Um, just got a message. Um, but yeah. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um. I didn't do a whole hell of a lot of hell of other stuff. Oh, I started, um, <laughs> I started Pillars of Eternity 2 today, and not today, like Monday or Tuesday. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's going good so far. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but that's it with me this week. <laughs> I think we're ready to move on into the, uh, and then the next topic here. So, um, someone, someone take this over. For, oh, I can't, someone can't take this over for me. Well, actually, we can do this one. Take it no. I'll take it. Um, What's the topic? No, it's cool. This one, this one Josh can do. Um, so, Persona 5 is rumored for Xbox and PC. Um, nice. Yeah, a pretty pretty big leaker had has blatantly said that it's coming to Xbox and PC and most likely Game Pass. Um, so uh, if, if it comes to Xbox, I'm gonna be mad. Cause you just bought it on PS4. I, yeah, that's because that's the, one of the reasons why I bought a PS4 was for Persona. So if, I, if it comes on Xbox, just like Kingdom Hearts, I'm gonna be kind of pissed, but <laughs> only for like. A short while. Yeah, for like and 10 then, minutes uh, until you play it on Game Pass. Like, No, uh, I'm not going to play it on Xbox. Because I already ha I have Royal and PlayStation. Oh, Royal you're right. Oh, oh, so right. I should specify. It is Persona 5 Royal that is rumored to, being, to be being ported to PC yeah, and even, Xbox. Even more so. Like, yeah. Um, so it'd be like, really weird if they ported the original. But, um, hyped. Hyped for everyone. Even Horneo over here. And record actually tried to try this game, and every other Xbox friend I have to try this game. Because right. uh, Persona 5 is really fun. It's gonna hit you different. Right. Because it's oh. wrong to JRPG. I don't think anyone has played a JRPG. I don't know for sure. I've played a few. Guys. I've watched a couple gameplay things. That's great, Julio. Watching and playing are two different things. No, that's why I said I watch. <laughs> um, I was say he watched people beat their meat. Do you. So. Do you can Christ? Do you consider the Kingdom Hearts series JRPGs? I I don't. I wouldn't really consider them a JRPG in okay. a sense. That's fair. I'm trying to remember what I know. I've played like one or two. I know there was one about like because JRPG is a Japanese role playing game, right? The Kingdom Hearts, you're like it's pretty Disney. Western, right? It's pretty Western <laughs> Disney. There was one, I don't remember what it's called, but it was an RPG that was exclusive to the 360 back in the day. It was, um, it was kind of like Final Fantasy in terms of, like, art style, but it was about this, this, like, moon that was chained to a planet or something. Um, that's all I remember. Uh... But I remember enjoying that quite a bit. There was some good choice and consequence in that. And, like, if anybody knows me, I love fucking choice and consequence uh, in my RPGs. So. Dude, it makes such an like, interesting gaming experience because you're, like, in control of, like, if I kill you, something bad will happen. But you deserve it. So do I want the bad to happen? I, that's I that's fair. That's fair. Uh, well, I just. The, the simpler explanation is replay value. Uh, you have good choice and consequence in a game. I mean, then, especially if it's spider webs, which a lot of game, a lot of better choice and consequence games have like so many variables and things that spider web out into more choices. Um, oh, like the, the, the fucking uh, Until Dawn. I cannot Very... believe that's the first thing you thought of. Um, 
that's the first thing I thought of. What am I gonna okay. think of? Okay, because I, I was talking about choice and consequence in RPGs. Until Dawn and Detroit Become Human and the Telltale games like to pretend they are, but none of them actually are. Um, they Those games are just choice and consequence games, like narrative um, point. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about RPGs. Choice and consequence RPGs in the vein of Pillars of Eternity, Fallout. Um, not the Elder Scrolls. None of the Elder Scrolls are pretty, like, you don't really make choices and shit. Um, the Outer Worlds. I almost said the evil within. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> um, the Outer Worlds. Uh, what's another example? You got... Shit. I'm trying to think. And now I'm a train of thoughts. Go. Wasteland. Um, Wasteland's a really good example because the newest one, Wasteland 3. Man, you could... You could choose to oh my god i remember in the beginning of the game um when you show up to like the ranger hq outpost uh you get the option to let this dude out of a jail cell you have no clue why he's there and you if you let him out you know it's like oh okay he just leaves um and then like 20 hours later into the game he's come back with like a band of mercenaries and tries to take the place from you again and kills a good few of your men and certain named characters that you knew about. Uh, Help me, fuck you. Right, like Choice and Consequence, uh, or even the original Nice Old Republic games, they kind of have them to an extent, uh, maybe less or so, but shit, uh, what's another Choice and Consequence game? I don't know, you get it. There's the, in, in RPGs, I, I love that shit in RPGs, that's always fun. Um, so, yeah. How the hell do we even land here? Persona 5, that's why. Uh, yeah. Persona Five. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't played that yet. I still plan to. But how choice and consequence heavy is that? Or, uh, is that game? Uh, choice and consequence is pretty much how. <clears throat> it's like you can you can get two endings. You have like the normal ending and like the true ending, pretty much. But uh, everything like your relationship with people, and everything depends on how much you talk to them and how much you want to go and spend time with them. So like you can like play the game without talking to any of your team members and stuff and you'll just like play the game or you can play the game and have interactions and have like little heart to heart moments and like uh slice of life part and like in moments and everything. I fucking like, love slice of life shit. That's cool. So like so like you can like just like you can just like play the game and like not give a shit and at right. the end of the day be like, mm, fuck you, Ryuji, you fucking smell like ass cheeks. <laughs> like for all the reasons, no, like he might. The reason why he smells like ass cheeks is because he can't pay the bills in this house, so he freaking uses hot dog water. <laughs> Take a bath. <laughs> hot dog water, like they boil it and then he bathes in it. Um, <laughs> um, you know what you made me think of, Josh? You made me think of uh, Mass Effect Two, because the Legendary Edition for that trilogy is about to come out soon, and that's I love that shit. Cause that's brilliant, especially in Mass Effect Two, because um, for those who don't know. You can play through that entire game, um, and if you're not, if you're not giving like attention to your crew members and the people that are going on missions with you, um, then those people are gonna are gonna falter and have issues in the final mission. It's called the suicide mission, um, and they'll die. And then throughout the entirety of Mass Effect Three, they're gone when you port your save. Like you'll never meet them in the game. Um, it's crazy. I remember, so how it works is like, you have to, um, kind of like in Fallout 4 and shit, you, you take them with you and you gain affinity with them and then eventually they give you like a specific mission and they're like personal life or something that is important to them. And if you do that, then you've gained max affinity with them or their loyalty in the, in the context of Mass Effect 2. And during the suicide mission, they're on their A game and they do fine and they make it out. Um, there are, there's a breadth of different endings in Mass Effect 2 because you can, if you really took your time and were meticulous throughout the whole game at, like, taking care of all of your crew members, um, when you finish the game, everyone survives. It's all good. Like, happy go. Um, or, literally nobody can make it. Um, yeah. and that shit is awesome. Now, granted, if nobody makes it. When you boot up Mass Effect 3, they strongly encourage that you don't port your save because the game is significantly more boring because, like, half of the cast is gone. Um, but yeah. That's how the gameplay works. 
I remember, um, I never knew about that system when I was a kid. I played all Mass Effect 2, and specifically Jack uh, was her name. She's actually played by Courtney Taylor, who plays the lead female protagonist in Fallout 4. Um, she, I did not reach Max Finney with her. In fact, I actually pissed her off. Um, and she got killed during the suicide mission, and I never met her in Mass Effect 3, of course, because she was dead. And then when I was watching gameplay videos on it for like a, like a month later, I saw her in it. I was like, I never fucking met. Oh my God, she died. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. An entire character throughout an entire fucking game was gone because I got her killed in the last one. That's so neat. I love that shit in games, man. So, I don't know. <sighs> I gotta quit talking. Um, do... We got any other thoughts on this Persona 5 stuff? Like, it, it, it'll be pretty cool if it gets ported. I, I mean, that's all I got, really. I think it's pretty funky. Like, okay, I'm gonna take that I as a no. Think, oh. I think that's it, yeah. Okay, bye, Julio. Um, I did not kick him this time. Uh, everything good, Victoria? Yes, I'm trying to find a death claw. Oh. I was off this course that I did. Spend another two seconds to come back here. God damn it, Julio. Okay. Okay, are we ready to move on to our next topic? Yes. Alright. So, our next topic of the evening is PlayStation and game preservation. So, it's an update on that. Um, so, we all know what happened last week with the. Wait, can someone say something real quick? Let me look at the levels. No. Okay, thank you. We're good. Um, but we, we, I think we talked about it the the week, a week ago or the week before, but, um, Sony is discontinuing the online stores for both the PSP, the PS Vita, and the PS3 at some point this year. It has screwed a lot of people over financially, developers, especially for the PS Vita, because there were still a great deal of indie games and JRPGs coming out on the PlayStation Vita. Um... So that has put a lot of people into new issues. Some of them are in better shape than others. Like some of them weren't very far along and are just gonna move it over. Like, okay, we're gonna ship this on Nintendo Switch instead. Some of them were very far along and are gonna be able to get them out in time, but like that kind of sucks, you know? There's no, there'll be no physical runs of an indie game, of course. So what do you do? Um, and then some of them, the ones in the worst situations are how like, in that middle point where oh fuck we're so deep into this it's really hard to just switch gears onto a different platform and we're definitely not going to meet that deadline um so with that in mind it continues to get worse um <laughs> apparently playstation 3 and select playstation 4 games that you download on those systems now are not detecting updates anymore um and are not updating and as a result, <laughs> the prices of these games, and it's also causing the prices of Xbox 360 ports of said same games, to skyrocket. Uh, if you hop on <clears throat> eBay and look into collections specifically, I don't know whether or not those are detecting updates, but um, a lot of this is causing prices of whatnot, uh, of things to just go through the fucking roof. Um, the collection of the three original Ratchet and Clank games on the PS3 that used to be around $20, I think is 80 right now. Um, Jack and Daxter is in like the 60, 70 range when it used to be like 30 bucks. Um, so on and so forth. It's, and it's only gonna continue to get worse, especially when these stores close down. Um, so that's rough. It's also causing games on the 360 where these updates aren't happening on the PlayStation 3 or Vita or 4 or PSP. Uh, it's also causing the port of them on the 360 to skyrocket in price as well because that's becoming the definitive place to play them um, since the ports on Vita and whatnot um, aren't updating so they may not run as well or have weird technical issues that the 360 version does not so that's created its own breadth of issues and it's just like I don't there was still a player base on the PS3. I know it's a retro console now, but there was still a player base there. There was still one on the PSP and the Vita, especially the Vita out of the three of those. There were still people developing shit for the Vita. 
So it's just, it's really salt in the wound that after all of that, now updates are starting to get funky and prices are starting to skyrocket. But other than me, what do we think about this? Because obviously I'm not really impressed. It was like they all, like PS3 store was also shut down. Yes. They're going to be. They aren't yet. Why? Why are they being shut down? Yes. Uh, I can't remember. Server maintenance, probably just Sony didn't. Sony didn't see enough of a profit margin to continue investing in that. You're stupid. It's gonna, it's gonna suck when they sh uh, shut down the stores because some physical games are much cheaper, are much more expensive to buy than the digital game. Yeah. And then there's a plethora of games that don't have physical editions, you know. Yeah, lots of indie games. Releases. Right, and that creates its own issue. Um, Are you able to take the game and put it on like a disc drive to keep no. it and play it physically? No. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't burn things on the CDs. That's illegal. Um, Whoa. That's not. This isn't the Dreamcast. You can't do that. <laughs> um, one one thing you can do is if you already have purchased the game via the store, you can still download it even after the stores are shut the down. Store goes right, you can still install them. Um, that that is its own problem, uh, and prices are gonna go nuts, especially once they do shut down at some point this year. Mm -hmm. um, this is I don't know when you have that happening, but then on the other hand, you have. Microsoft really pushing the backwards compatibility program and it's just like it really sucks how weird the priorities are because on one hand on PlayStation you're getting really cool blockbuster AAA first party exclusive games um, while you're not maybe getting that as much on Xbox's side they're definitely much more concerned about game preservation um, so I don't know it's rough uh, I hope that Sony stops being so arrogant about this kind of shit like, I know they believe in generations, they say, right before they continue to release things on PS4. But, um, it would be nice if they could just maybe integrate the PlayStation 3 and Vita and PSP stores into the PS5 somehow. Even just cloud play, like, if, you, if they really want to half-ass it, maybe just integrate it into the PS Now stuff where it's just cloud play. Um, yeah, they don't have to entirely get rid of it. Yeah, it's there's, just, there's it's weird. so many people who still use, help my brother who barely plays games still religiously uses, uses his PS3 to play certain Madden titles. Crusty. Like, um, I know it's crusty, but that, he doesn't, he's not even super into games. Right. And he does that. I, it's so odd. Um, like, I, you know, because I know you can still hop on a... You can still hop on a 360 and, you know, boot up Guitar Hero 3 and still get in a multiplayer match against somebody. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Well, and part of the reason you can do that is because when you get on, um, when you boot up a backwards compatible game as well on the Xbox One or One X or Series X or S, uh, you're still on those same 360 servers. So, you know, the, it's so weird to think about, but if you're on Series X, uh, like if I boot up Dead Space 3, um, I could technically play Dead Space 3 on my Series X with somebody who's still playing it on a 360, a console from two generations ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's nuts, man. Um, it's really wild to wrap your head around that one. But, man, they, Microsoft makes that shit work, you know? Um, one could argue that they do that because they are trying to shorefront everything but exclusive since they struggle to have those um but you know what regardless of the reasoning for it it's it's still awesome that they do it i don't know i really hope that sony kind of starts that process i i remember specifically somebody at sony had like explicitly said why would you want to go play older games they don't look good like that's not the point that's not why i play games yeah, it's not, and it's certainly not why you play older games. If you go back to an older game, you're not doing it because it's like, it's pushing, it's next gen and it's pushing graphical boundaries. You play it because uh -huh. it's fun or it's nostalgic or you enjoy it still, God forbid. Um, I can't inside of of my fucking 12-year-old main character that I don't want it. 
Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Just, like, that was a weird argument. I've never... I, you Can you imagine, like, you... Like, I got a PS2 sitting over here. Can you imagine I crack a game open and I put that in it? And somebody's like, why do you want to play that when this exists on this console and it's newer and looks better? It's like, it's just because something new exists doesn't mean that the old thing isn't still fun. Like, yes, of I course, things don't age well. I want to play that game. Right. And like, yeah, if, I play an N64, like, well, come on. Right. Oh, yeah, because me and Josh are, like, nostalgia heads about games, man. We go out of our way to get old shit. But, like, so, you know, we, I, I like, I, I guess I kind of get it. Um, I, I, an example I think of is like, if, if you started out with a game like Fallout 4, playing Fallout 3 in New Vegas or really hard, I, I can understand that. Um, or playing Fallout 1 and 2 is certainly harder. Um, I, I can get that to an extent, but on that same token, there are still people who played those games when they came out or still people who would be open to trying those games now. And like... In, in 10 years, do you really want an audience of people who have never tried certain things? Like, imagine imagine in 20 years you meet someone who's never tried an original Fallout game or an original, I don't know, uh, like, or Dead Space 1 or 2 or, um, or shit, or Minecraft. Um, but that'll continue to get ported on everything since it is owned by Microsoft. Um, I'm trying to think of a better example. Uh, what's a what's a universally loved game that just people are nutty about? Or like, yeah, yeah, that gets ported everywhere too. But we'll use that example. Um, or like a for those who enjoy it, like a GTA Four San Andreas. Um, or favorite GTA Five. Yeah, like everyone in the fucking world's favorite. Um, but. I think of I think I just think of so many games and everybody and obviously it's subjective but there are some things that like you still want in 20 years you'll still want people to try if they haven't like I think of Bioshock um Bioshock 1 and Bioshock Infinite are like definitive if you are not into gaming and you want to get into gaming those are games that I point people to it's like that will make you love video games um so I don't know it's just so fucking weird that mindset like why would you why would you want to play old games they don't look good anymore. <laughs> like, how do you have such a lizard brain about graphical fidelity to the point that like you can't play an older game just because it doesn't look as good people like that are probably the people who get mad when like the newest gen of console they're trying to play it on like the, the super super um they're trying to play a game with super, super bad, gra- like, good graphics, but they have, like, the settings wrong, and they get super mad and, like, try and boycott the game, and then they realize their settings bad. Mm. That's probably not a good analogy, but it's an, an, an analogy. Well, what makes the situation sad is just that the person who had said that is a, is a higher-up at Sony, <laughs> so that's a little depressing. Um, it's just really weird. I think he specifically cited uh, Gran Turismo as one of the... Um, he was like, why would you play Gran Turismo 2 on the, or sorry, Gran Turismo 3 or whatever on the PS3 when you can play the fifth one on the PS5? Like, because 3 is different than 5? Right, they're not the same game. Maybe somebody preferred the third one, you know? Like, uh, I certainly, um, I certainly prefer Fallout New Vegas to Fallout 76. Just because Fallout New Vegas is on a retro console now doesn't mean I... I'm gonna stop playing it just because it doesn't hold up. I mean, that game's fucking butt ugly too. Um, <laughs> that game is like shit brown and yellow all the way through, but it's still a wonderful game. Um, so yeah, that mindset is very odd to me. I don't know though. That's all I got left to throw out there about that. If anybody else has anything, go for it. Okay. Nobody? Video game are different, but based on generation, they're not all the same game. You absolute fucking dumbass. Okay. Love, love the graphics and the past games that that Polygon, you know, um, like everything had only the five faces. It's all right. Uh, 
Okay, I'm trying to pull up the podcast questions and make sure we have any. I'm going through the email. Um, I don't think we have any this week, actually. This will be the first week in a while. Yeah, doesn't look like we got anything. Um, really? No email questions? No email questions. Not this week. Ooh. Yeah, no, whatever. Uh, we, we used to have lots of weeks where we didn't have questions. This is the first one in forever. Um... Are you fan number 527 looking at you, you really y'all send your questions um we 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 never get many in the first place but man those email questions are always so good uh yeah we like them a lot better than the discord ones. yeah the discord ones are always stupid as hell but <laughs> yeah send your send your email questions man i guess when you're typing an email you're just much more compelled to like be eloquent and um and Either ask something intelligent email. Instagram DM. We have a Twitter. We're not active on Twitter, but Twitter exists. Twitter DM. Discord server. Yeah. Ask questions. Oh. We like answering questions. So I'll be honest, send it wherever. But, but, if you can, we'd much prefer an email because for some reason, when y'all send your email questions, they're just, they're really good, so. Wait, hold on. Zane, is that the Tecumseh Honor Band t-shirt? Yeah, from 2014. Fucking... What? It's a 2X. It still fits perfect. It was so big on me as a kid, but now it's like perfect. Um, It's got my name and your name on the back of it. Um, But, yeah. Alright, well, uh, I think with that... Sorry there's no questions this week, but if you listen this far, thank you a bunch. You're the reason we do this, other than it just being super fun for all of us. Um, But if you listen this far and you liked it, you know... Uh, feel free to stick around. If you don't, don't, you know? <laughs> but yeah, this has been episode 81 of the Oblivious Podcast. We thank you for listening this far, and if you have, and we will see you guys next week. Peace, y'all.